and then you just keep all that money away from the, <laughs> the three. There's three ma- big companies that own all of alcohol, or at least all of beer. And it's like, unless we t- stop distributing through them and, and shit like that, you can't get away from them. Excuse me. You're Some, excused. We need a microbrew distributor. That's what we need. A craft brew distri- distribution company. Well, I think two. Well, it's certainly not that big. <clears throat> I don't. Have you guys heard of Cavalier? Yeah, this that's a regional. So they deal with everybody, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, they much. they get booze and beer from whoever they are distributing. Which like they have to go on and take on new clients. People people come and say, "Hey, please sell my my product." Yeah. But they only have regional authorities in each state. Certain certain people own the territory. Sort of, I, it's like a, I don't know, it's a regional monopoly and it's legal. Huh. And zinc is who distributes in Marion County. So, like, CVS, your favorite pub, and every Applebee's in Marion County all have to get their booze. Well, they don't have to, but the easiest way to get booze is through zinc distribution hmm. instead of going through, like, this directly to a source where the product is made. Because a lot of times those people don't have the means to self-distribute right well you guys again good business model over there yeah right well hold on isn't there some sort of law where the breweries can't distribute their products you can't have to set up a a separate business as a distribution thing correct no you you can up to a certain uh up to a certain amount so if you're making more than a certain amount of products you have to go through a distributor but if you're a small company the the micro brew under 30,000 barrels in the state uh, you get to distribute your own beer if you choose. Uh-huh. The only, the thing is, a lot of, a lot of businesses that are going to buy your beer, they only do their business through the distributor because they're corporation, like corporate uh, bars and restaurants, and they're the corporate owners. They want a streamlined payment uh, or streamlined. Uh, what do you call that? Yeah. Uh, that's why Sun King's wanting to change the thirty supply barrel, chain. The thirty thousand barrel limit, yeah. so we can continue self distributing mm-hmm. instead of losing a shitload of money. That goes to a company that's owned by Budweiser, which is owned by a company in Belgium, which doesn't care about us. Pretty much. They're fucking socialists, aren't they? <laughs> America's so... Their values are so uh, contrite. No, that's not the word I want. They don't, they don't even care about values. Well, I'm going to go ahead and hit the, the theme music. That commercial just pissed me off. So. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the actual commercial here in a bit. Alright. Here's the music. I know, right? He took a somber tone, so I just followed along. <laughs> I'm a little tired from yesterday. <laughs> I'm very tired. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much covers it. Yeah. My 
It's a long Mid-session Sunday. kind of hurts. Uh, yeah, this is from puking this morning. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. At least he, he, at least he didn't pop a, a, a blood, blood vessel. vessel like Gabe, who is yeah, absent yet again. Everybody, he, he keep Gabe in your thoughts, last, man. Last week. <laughs> Poor guy's having a rough time right now. Yeah. His eye looks... Very ill. Very bloody. We should post that to our Twitter. I'm sure he doesn't want that. <laughs> What about everybody should just post memes of Shaquille O'Neal for him? Like a little get well soon Shaquille O'Neal memes. That'd yeah. be cool. The doctor's in. What is it, Andrew or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they haven't actually recorded for a few weeks, so there's... I recorded last week. Well, yeah, but we didn't do what we normally do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start off with the Fantastic Four trailer that popped up last week. Um... And I think my reaction was, thank God for low expectations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. <laughs> I think that covers it. I think that covers it really well. There was another comment about it being a cross between, uh, shit. I don't remember what what was said. I don't know. Also, the trailer looked like somebody really liked Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Because, I mean, it basically sounds like the beginning of Interstellar, except instead of Michael Caine doing the... Or was it? It was McConaughey during the trailers. Yeah. Doing mm-hmm. the uh, blurb about, you know, exploration and stuff. We had a poor man's Morgan Freeman doing it. <laughs> um, you know, I, I actually kind of liked the visual look of the trailer. It was definitely completely different than the past two Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was sort of interesting from, like... It was definitely a, a dark... Yeah. And they're not going for a family-friendly tone to it at all. Which, you know, it, I don't know if I'm alone in this, but that kind of bothers me with the Fantastic Four a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's not... It's, it's not that family. gritty. Yeah. yeah. It's not really meant to be, if it's done correctly. I mean, yeah. I feel like Hickman did a good job of balancing exactly. it. Exactly. Like, gravitas, mm-hmm. but still making it about family thematically. Yeah. Family and adventure and mm-hmm. excitement. Oh, here it is. It seems like Man of Steel matched with Interstellar. That's, That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Um, I liked the trailer, probably because of the low expectations. It, 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 I think that trailer earned my $15. Yeah, because I remember, like, I kept, people kept on saying that it was like a, a you know, chronicle version of Fantastic Four or whatever. Yeah. And a part of me was just like, what the fuck does that mean? Do you mean they're all fucking teenagers or something? Or what is this? Right. And I mean... Josh Trank did a great job with Chronicle. I think it's one of the most underrated movies of that year, by far. Yeah, it was pretty well done. So, I don't know, yeah, it was just refreshing to sort of not be disappointed with it. Like, I have to say, I thought it was a better trailer than Ant-Man. Yeah, it really was. Um, kind of had a confusing tone. That's the problem with Ant-Man, really. Yeah. They couldn't pick a... They didn't show us a direction where, where the movie was going to go. Yeah, it definitely should have been a funnier trailer. Um, I, if you watch the trailer, clearly it's the ultimate origins of Fantastic yeah. Four, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is all right. Um, a couple of people pointed out that there are six people in the uh, trailer that are going into the... What I'm assuming is the negative zone. Mm. Where are the six ones? I don't know. I'm assuming the fifth one's probably Doom. Probably Doom, which yeah. goes against everything that they've said before, where he was an angry internet blogger. <laughs> I had forgotten that. Thank God. That's, so let's hope that's the case. Isn't that yeah. the plot of the villain in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. 
Like that, you know, that's one thing that was worrying me. Okay, you're gonna turn Doom into internet blogger? That's <laughs> fucking stupid. At least here, it hopefully is uh, not the case. And you know, my my theories on the sixth one would probably be uh, uh, Mr. Storm, Susan's mm-hmm. dad. That makes sense. What yeah. happens to him? I don't know. Um, it just seems like if anyone was were to die, it could be a be cannon fodder. You just called someone's father cannon fodder. <laughs> All right, cannon fodder. I guess really nothing too exciting about this trailer. Well, I I like the uh, um, definitely like a, a horror feeling to it. Yeah. Like during like some of the transformation glimpses we yeah. got. You know, I really liked how each of those looked. I liked how the thing was break breaking out of a rock. Cocoon, mm-hmm. a cocoon, yeah, yeah, a rock cocoon. Even though he looked kind of questionable at that little, the group shot at the end, he looked a little. I I had only watched it on my phone. I hadn't seen it on a bigger screen, but he looked good on my phone. Well, it's just it's he's very he's not there's nothing smooth about him. It's mm-hmm. all rigid, craggy, and mm-hmm. yeah, which I mean it could work, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I liked uh, also apparently somebody pointed out he's not wearing pants. Really? So he's going to see that rock hard dong. Well, he probably doesn't have a dick now. What? And well, actually, it's been affirmed that, like, it's Mark, Mark Wade made the joke, you know, the thing doesn't actually have a dick. Because hmm. yeah, I think Johnny Storm was making fun of his inability to go pee or something. <laughs> <laughs> so huh. sad. All right. Yeah, I think that, somebody said something about draining a lizard, and Storm was like, well, at least we have lizards to drain. Oh, nice. <laughs> Man, then what does Alicia get off to? <laughs> oh, all right. You thought about this. Yeah, right? he has. There's more. There, <laughs> there, what, what, you're, <laughs> even if all was left you was your little finger, you'd still be more of a man than any man I know. <laughs> Best part of that movie. That's right. Uh, what an if, if it's a thing, that's, a, that's still a big finger. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, there's something in there. Just got to... Oh. You can sand it down. <laughs> right? Smooth that thing out a bit. <laughs> e. um, I did like how uh, they went through and showed gl- small glimpses of each of their powers. And, you know, I think it was kind of neat seeing. Oh, well, we never seen any Reed. No. Reed was just like, Reed reaches off screen. Off screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We haven't finished this yet. <laughs> We're working on this CG. Uh, yeah, whatever. So it goes. <laughs> but I, I like that shot of Johnny in the, in the dark hallway and just flame on. And yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. No, I'm definitely more interested in seeing it than I initially was. Right. So. Same here. <laughs> um, speaking of trailers, uh, last Thursday, David and I went and watched the uh, Game of Thrones thing at the IMAX. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a, that's a show for cinemas. Wait, yeah. what was it, huh? It was the last two episodes of season four. Oh, okay. yeah. So the attack oh, on the wall and then... Yeah, and, the, uh, one after it. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be like a viewing party this that happens this year, do you think? Do something in the theater where like maybe the premiere episode will be out? or That could be. Uh, they, apparently they made like two million bucks over the weekend or something. Oh, wow. Maybe it was just a million and a half. I think that's my... Oh, yeah, that's great. Shows, that show sells. Yeah. yeah. That's still amazing. Yeah, it's like a million and a half from how many screens? I think it was just two hundred screens yeah. or something. Woo! Yeah, so, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, both episodes look gorgeous. 
and the it was like it was kind of neat because the sound system actually allowed you to like hear more of the music mm-hmm. and the the there's a lot of great music the mix is real good in it yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was it just reminded you how good that fucking series is how cinematic that series is yeah. how beautiful it is yeah. because it, I mean it was it was almost like watching a feature film on yeah. screen with just the opening titles between each episode. <laughs> I, I, I had a giant fucking grin on my face when that started I up. know. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, with that double feature, I almost kind of wish they would have edited the credits and title out of the put second episode and just put it together in one episode. Well, the credits are different, though, for each episode. That's why they've probably... Yeah, but... Because, you know, you go from the one that's just on the wall, so it only has so many people in the yeah. credits... And you go to the next one. Well, they could have they, they could have just <laughs> hell, they could have just made another credit sequence just for IMAX. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's all plug and play at this point. And they're like, all right, here's all the cities that we have. Let's which ones are we going to now? All right, let's just have this camera go this way and this way. It's probably all plug and play. I mean, it does change every week, so I'm sure they could have just done a giant credit sequence. Yeah. It was kind of funny watching like oh, both episodes in a row. It, it, one thing I really love that that show does is that sword fights sort of devolve. It starts out with swords and then, and then like turns into fists and clubs and, and, and rocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean that's that's warfare. That's how yeah. it would go. You can't hold on to the sword forever. Your arm gets tired, so you gotta <laughs> swing a smaller instrument. Yeah, there's some of that stuff in there that I just felt was so much more brutal on the IMAX screen as well. Like uh, the fight between Brian and, and the Hound. Yeah, yeah. that was it's fucking like, oh, brutal. Jesus. I I knew it was brutal on TV, but. Damn, it was, a little, it was more impactful on screen. Thank yeah. God we didn't have to watch the Viper fight. I know. Oh. He, was, he was getting worried because they were showing the previously on. Oh. And he was like, oh God. Yeah, oh God. It was showing the oh Viper fight and I was just like, no, no. I thought I didn't have to see this again. I'm not ready. <laughs> so she that huge. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So yeah, uh, after the two episodes, they showed the uh, trailer for season five. That was a good trailer. <laughs> that, that's a good trailer. That's probably the best trailer I've seen in a while for anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. You know, it was kind of neat. Yeah, uh, I guess the thing that's probably the coolest is the hint that Tyrion is going to be with Daenerys. Yeah, we're going to go help her. Has that her. happened in the books? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. He's on his way. Gotcha. <laughs> so it's going. So it's going to take all season. And gotcha. Well, I, I mean, uh, there there isn't going to be a new book out this year. They've already confirmed that. That it won't be out this year. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So the show has caught up to the books at this point. So they kind of just have to say fuck it. Yeah, they have to go and do what needs to be done. They're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I figure that's going to happen. He's going to let the show writers finish this story for him because he can't focus on it. I think that's what's going to happen ultimately. Is they're just gonna the books the rest of the books might just come from the show instead of the other way around. No, I thought he was working on other stuff. Well, well, I know for sure that well, not for sure, but it, from the trailer, it definitely looks like they're dropping things that he brought into the books. Like in the fourth one, there's a um, storyline involving the uh, the uh, Iron Islands mm-hmm. and like whoever's ruling there and stuff that. I'm pretty sure it's going to get dropped, especially if the creators are just sticking to seven seasons. So you got five, six, seven, mm-hmm. and they're introducing Dorne this season. 
they're probably not going to be dealing with that stuff. Huh. And it seems as if it's vaguely important because one of the characters from that is heading toward Daenerys too. There's like three characters that are like doing a um, are going to converge there. Hmm. And he's, he seems pretty important. So the fact that they're ignoring that, I mean, and there's also a whole other thing that they may be hiding for surprise. So I'm not going to really talk about it, but I could easily see them dropping it too. Huh. So. It really, it really could just be that the shows and the books are going to diverge, and, and they'll be sort of different. Okay. To, to I mean, they'll probably like the whole like whatever happens to Dan, uh, Danny and John yeah. is probably going to happen in the books, but there's probably going to be a lot of difference. Gotcha. For some of the smaller characters. Gotcha. Hmm. Now I, I saw a, a theory that the since the books are entitled "A Song of Fire and Ice," is that talking about? Danny and John. Are they the title characters of the book? Um, I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, it's about you know flame versus ice, just because of the the the, the White Walkers. Yeah, and shit. yeah, the magic. Yeah, so I mean, I guess. dragons versus White Walkers. So mm. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, that's part of the reason it's a good title is that there's a lot of ways gotcha. you should look at it. And, and John might be a Targaryen as well. Oh well, yeah, maybe that theory. Yeah. So a theory that maybe even uh, 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 Tyrion is as well. I guess they hint it up in the book a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard about that too, but I don't really. I don't think that would work as well. Yeah. Because there's too much of Tyrion. Tyrion's identity, like involved with his family. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, and it sort of just takes away the crime of his son killing his father yeah so I, I just think dramatically that would be a poor decision now John being a Targaryen in the end would work because it's been a mystery about who his mother yeah. you know, has been this whole time right. so there's inherent drama already established there yeah Tyrion I don't think it would really work yeah um, I also saw one that Varys is a sea monster what yeah Lord Varys is a sea <laughs> monster <laughs> <laughs> right he looks the part. Yeah, right? That's stupid. I agree. <laughs> well, I heard it, and I've been rewatching the series with, with Marissa, and uh, I think it was the second episode of season two where he, they're talking about the sea, and uh, just the stuff that he was saying would like kind of fits that like theory. I was just like, what? what? All right. Uh, Doubt it. But fun. for some reason, it's, I found it to be a funny coincidence that I was watching... That episode. You think he's completely right shaved, like full body shaved? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> if, he's a, if he's a he's sea smooth. creature, he can't have any hair. Well, more than likely, he's smooth. Hair. Um, how does he pee? He doesn't. I guess. I don't. Well, I don't well, know the science behind that. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I did they just they, cut the balls off? I think they may have just cut off the balls. Mm. Okay, so. He, could still pee. Okay, gotcha. He just can't do anything with kids. Gotcha. <laughs> so technically, he could still have sex. Yeah. Would he still? No, well, that wouldn't be right. Uh, they, if he's a eunuch, they would have had to remove all genitalia, like the the all whole package. Genitalia. I'm thinking. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the concern was that they would violate the royal women or mm-hmm. or the ladies of the court or what have you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he pees, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody has an answer to that, please email it to us. <laughs> at kindofepicshow at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> kind of at films at gmail. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, 
see. I like the use of music in the trailer. The uh, David Bowie cover. Yeah, yeah. Heroes. Yeah, that was cool. great. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked well with it. It helped build uh, tension. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I, build excitement. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, uh, uh, you may not realize this, but a lot of the the women they showed that are from Dorne. Yeah, the, the Vipers' sisters. Daughters. Daughters. Yeah. I just noticed that a lot of women they showed were taking their clothes off. Well, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, that, that was my observation. Boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that trailer was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I, I was excited just seeing the statue fall off. Cause oh, I know. Because everyone was like, yes, the storyline's over. <laughs> you know, I, or at first, some people, and I was a little upset as well that, you know, certain characters are going to be left out of this, like their storylines are finished up for now. But after watching the trailer, they're going to introduce n- enough new elements that I think yeah, you're not even going to miss it. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Did you see who's playing uh, Prince Martel? Maybe it's the uh, the doctor from Deep Space Nine. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's gonna be cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm spacing his name. Uh, I don't remember his name, but <laughs> Bashir, Doctor Bashir. Yeah, yeah. I just can't wait till the I'm first nerd. time Arya cuts a hole in someone. She's like a big circle. Arya's story arc is gonna be so badass. No, I, that's what I'm saying. She's gonna like cut a full circle in somebody and just punch the the <laughs> circle of flesh out through the cavity. It's gonna be no, awesome. No, I, again, going back to watching the series with Marissa, and of course, I met Maisie Williams last year. Mm-hmm. It was super sweet, and adorable. Yeah, but Marissa was like, man, I could totally see her coming out as a lesbian. Like that's the only thing she said. And I just kind of looked at her. I was like, eh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Off topic. But that's that's what she wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> thought it was funny. Um, Speaking of the IMAX, uh, the fight uh, with uh, the uh, zombies, the skeletons. Oh, yeah. Mm. The uh, the brand skeleton fight. It actually looked a hell of a lot better on the screen. Because when we watch on TV... They look pretty fake. Yeah, but on the big screen, they I almost feel like they adjusted they, the effects or something because it looked great. Yeah. I feel like a part of it was like how realistically they moved. Mm-hmm. Like it, There was a sense of weight to them that I think was missing previously that you know, helped add to the tension so it wasn't laughable. It was, I don't know... Uh, that yeah, that scene was awesome. Right on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know it, it'll be weird not having them this season. I think no Hordor, no Hordor. <laughs> well, you know, especially as they're deciding to diverge from the books, why, why leave them out? Because uh, I mean, they're, time I, like they they're at the point where uh, George Martin left them off. Mm-hmm. Everybody else still has a book <laughs> to catch up on. So they're just going to play out the season. Yeah, and they'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Plus, I, I'm imagining this is like a they're on a weekly basis right now in terms of like what's going to happen because if there might not be another book coming out, but that doesn't mean that Martin can't give them some stuff to Pages go off of, shit, like yeah. that he's working on, and. So you know they like his what he does could affect the what happens on the show yeah. on a weekly basis. Well, knowing that the, the series was originally supposed to be a trilogy, do you think he knows the end? Like, do you think he had the ending planned out for 
majority of decades, our probably. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that most authors that have to plan out like the he probably yeah, he probably ha- he definitely has a destination he's aiming for. Yeah. It's just that as he's going, he he's, keeps adding yeah. shit. Yeah. I know. Last time I, I I forget what the page count was, but I heard a ridiculous page count for book six so far. It's almost large enough to split into two books itself. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, because originally book four and five were meant to be one book, and then he realized, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows? Maybe maybe he's just kind of waiting until it's all finished. Hmm. I could see that. Just crazy. Yep. Uh, Giving it time to. Let's see. What do you guys want to talk about next? Uh, the football game last night ended shittily. Yeah, the football game last night did end very shittily. Because it was it was so... I don't know. They had it. They fucking had Pete, it. Pete Carroll says it's his fault because he called the play. Russell Wilson says it's his fault because he threw the ball. <laughs> I think the NFL paid both of them to say that. But that's mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I just don't trust the NFL anymore. <laughs> I'm so... To be honest, as much as I want to watch the Colts football, I'm so sick of what has become of the sport. And, like, the stuff that... It, not Well, not the game itself, but everything that's surrounding it, like, what the media so you, keeps you pulling out of it. you think the end was fixed? I don't, see, I don't see any reason why the NFL couldn't have rigged a, a multitude of Super Bowls over the yeah. years. Uh, but... I don't know. Just I mean, I don't, I don't have any evidence to suggest that or anything. I just don't... I don't believe that there's a lot of truth coming out of the NFL yeah. and like what we see on television revolving around the NFL and its players. Yeah. I have a hard time believing that just because of the Little miracle play beforehand. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like catch. the Seahawks were going to be down there unless that guy, because the, the ball bounced around on his body yeah. and he managed to catch it. There's yeah. no transparency to, to what happens there anymore. And i just getting sick and tired of their antics. But that game did end pretty shitty. Yeah. Unless you're a Patriots fan, of course. Yeah, I feel like the quarterback is more to blame. Because I feel like the quarterback is the one who could have stopped it. Right, pulled that pass yeah, down. Instead sometime. of just automatically launching it, he should have been like, well, <laughs> well it, it looked like it could have been a good pass if the guy would have caught the damn thing. Yeah, he's well, got yeah but out. he had two guys right behind him. And yeah. It was just like, he got edged uh, out. Considering he's a runner himself, he could have just held the ball and then uh, saw see an opportunity and go for it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why they just. I. I don't know why Pete Carroll decided to to do a, a passing play anyway. Just yeah. you've got one yard and three plays to do it. Yeah, and, and Marshawn Lynch and Russell Wilson are the guys that are going to carry the ball for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch has had. You know, he's not been the greatest on uh, fumbles this year, but. He's still yeah. he's a power rusher, and there's not many guys that do it better than him in the league. Right, you have one yard, three plays, run the damn thing. Got fucking got hamstrings the size of a like half what, a cow. Twenty something seconds, like and I still think they had one timeout. Yeah, yeah. they had one timeout. Twenty on second, seconds was a second down too. Yeah. there's no reason that they for the play calling that was played in that game. It was, yeah, it was weird. It was extremely weird. Yeah. Some I mean, of the commercials are okay, though. Yeah, uh, I do find it funny that we got to see that uh, Tom Brady has a glowing dick. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and the trailer for Ted 2. Yeah. His dick is made of gold. Yeah, I'll watch Ted 2. I, 
I haven't rewatched the first one, but I mean, neither it, have I. It was okay, you know. It was, it was watchable. Yeah, I'll probably go watch that too. Yeah. Um, I had no desire to see a million ways to die in the West, but no, I did until the reviews came out, and then I was like, okay, yeah, let's get this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might watch it if it goes on Netflix or if it's on mm-hmm. HBO or something. I might, I might watch it, see how it is for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, um, my, it? I think my favorite commercials. Were well, definitely the funny ones because for some reason the Super Bowl decided to be super depressing in their ads. For the so, most part. yeah, a couple of them were not nationwide. <laughs> yeah, which is making news. I actually think it's a good commercial. It was just an odd placement. It was an odd placement. Yeah. Like everybody's crying out, like, "Oh, the Super Bowl should be a time for joy, not dead fucking children." Yeah, we watched the Super Bowl to forget about the dead fucking children. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, that was after the other nationwide with uh, Mindy and uh, Matt Damon, which was entertaining. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that one. Did uh, you recognize me, or did you recognize me or something like that? Yeah. that she says, <laughs> "Do you want to kiss me?" <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Matt. Yeah, Matt that commercial, <laughs> <laughs> right? I uh, I like the uh, the Snickers one with yeah Danny Trejo and Steve Buscemi. That was great. <laughs> that was great. And I didn't like at first. I was so confused as to what was happening. Why he was in the Brady Bunch living room. <laughs> and then when he started on the the lines, I was like, okay, now I know <laughs> he's not himself. He needs a Snickers. <laughs> that one was good. Um, Walter White. The, the yeah the Breaking Battle was yeah. great. And the the first ever draft. I liked that one. The, yeah, the first the draft avocados. was yeah, avocados. That was what that commercial was for, avocados. Um, I, also I feel like, like my favorite image of that one was the polar bear wearing the uh, the hat. He <laughs> was so <laughs> excited. Yeah. The sombrero. Uh, I did like the uh, the Liam Neeson. Oh like, my the god, clash of clans. that probably was the best one. <laughs> right? <laughs> Better than the last two Taken films? Yep. It's pronounced Liam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not pronounced Liam. No, the guy, the guy yeah, said yeah, Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pronounced Sorry. Liam. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, that was fucking great. And then did we did we look and see what car ad that was? That was the creation, the, the evolutionist. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Acura or Lexus, but it's not really a big deal. And there was all how about that, that Nissan commercial where the the dad was the race car driver? Oh yeah, and then fuck that commercial. That was that was confusing. I felt like they were trying to give us a like a really detailed story of this family's life and like their their relationship. And then in the end, it was just about him getting to school to pick up his son from from class. Yeah, like, and it's Nissan. That's right. Nissan takes you everywhere you want to go, except home to dinner. Yeah, he couldn't do that because he's a famous driver. Yeah. That he was never there for his kid. That's what I got. He's right. a shitty father. What a shitty dad until he bought that <laughs> Nissan and then he, then he shaped up. Right? Oh, there were a ton of car commercials, as <laughs> always. Always. It's always it's always the car commercials and the insurance agencies and then Coca Cola who's gotta have an ad, which that one oh, do that again. <laughs> you wanna see David eat a wiener again? Very slowly. Because when I started to make eye Is contact so he slowed down. No, they're they're warm. Are, are the meatballs warm? I don't have a meatball. Man, we're warming up food from last night. Yeah, if you guys were wondering. But that that Coca Cola commercial had its own commercial. Yeah, I talked about this last night. Well, a lot of them. That was did. a bad commercial, anyways. The fucking no bully thing, all because of the Coke and yeah, it was. Well, that's it was what the current ad has been anyway. They've done the, the share a Coke thing. 
So make friends by sharing a coke. Yeah, share a coke with this person and this person, and so on and so forth. I just they how much money do you think they spent on that Super Bowl ad? Probably five six million dollars. The spot nine. Nine, million. nine million. How many millions Jesus. of dollars did they spend for the thirty second spot for the nine million dollar spot? Somebody did way too much fucking money, right? I mean, okay, that's a commercial we haven't talked about. Moving on to one that we liked, because we can all admit that Coca-Cola one was fucking kind of stupid. Silly-ish. It looked cool, but it was stupid. Yeah. Uh, fucking the Squarespace commercial. With oh, Jeff yeah. That was genius. <laughs> that was no cool. lines, and Jeff Bridges got his brand new full-length album out to the entire, like, to the entire <laughs> viewing population of the United States. Uh-huh. And it's free. And, like, <laughs> he, now he's going to raise a bunch of money for, I don't, I don't remember what the uh, cause was, but he's... Donations for his new album, and they're going to go to to some. Oh, uh, I was thinking about. I was thinking about starting like using Squarespace to get us a website. It's only eight dollars a month. Yeah, and it's like plug and play. Mm. Yeah, Squarespace would be awesome if they sponsored this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Squarespace, Squarespace, Squarespace. Did I tell you about Dan Harmon? I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't fucking serious about this, but like, he was talking about how, you know, there's a shit ton of podcasts out there who are being sponsored by Squarespace now. Yeah. And he said... Well, he's on Feral Audio, <laughs> which is sponsored by Squarespace. Is it? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he's, he, he's not aware of it. <laughs> what? Does he just trash talk him? Kamel's X-Files Files is also on Squarespace. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, well it's, on, it's on Feral Audio. And it's like every episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Okay. So yeah, I don't think Dan was aware of that because he was talking about uh, uh, and uh, instead of going to Squarespace, come to me for the money <laughs> for whatever they were gonna pay you for for advertising or whatever. Just come to me. I don't want to fucking listen to that Squarespace bullshit anymore. <laughs> I'll pay you to not play that ad. Well, which is, maybe he doesn't have any. I don't. He doesn't have any ads on Harmontown, does he? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. They did the feral audio thing at the beginning. Yeah. To, they, they were uh, a while there. They were making jokes how him and Jeff would start insulting Nike or start talking about Reebok in order to get Nike to sponsor them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they wanted shut up money, so they would just you know bitch about Nike or whatever for a while. <laughs> Newest exploit of child labor by Nike. <laughs> Brought to you by Dan Harmon on the John podcast. Uh, so yeah, some of the commercials are good. Yeah. The Game whole Indominus, uh, Indominus Rex thing. Does that bother you? Yeah. <laughs> We're still going to go see it. Yeah, you are. We're still going to go see Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah, whatever. It's Jurassic Park. <laughs> they had to change the name because none of the people currently affiliated with Jurassic World had anything to do with what happened in Jurassic Park. Yes. I think they wanted to distinguish that. No. And scientist was actually highlighted in this trailer. The same sci- scientist from the first movie that's back for this one. Same character. I was oh. being facetious. Yeah. yeah. Is it because Michael Crichton's dead? I don't know. I don't Why can't they just say Jurassic Park? Who knows? The world sounds bigger. Yeah, I guess. Maybe they're trying to make SeaWorld connotations. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have that in the trailer, too. Yeah. So, well, maybe. Does a dinosaur eat? A giant, like a killer whale or something? No, no, they had. had oh, that's had right, that one, the giant, giant, yeah, yeah, megalodon right. type dinosaur that popped out of the water. I mean, there is an argument because now one of the the geno- genetically modified dinosaurs is trying to eat people, so there's a killer whale connection. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> killer whale, y'all. 
Yeah, I, I'm all right that it's just a bigger matter T-Rex. I'm okay with that. That doesn't seem necessary. I feel like they tried to do the same thing in the third, where it was the Spinosaurus. Yeah. yeah, they tried to establish that as a T-Rex rival, and you're just sort of yeah. like... Let's fucking leave the T-Rex alone. Let him, <laughs> let him destroy shit. Wasn't the T-Rex good enough for the first two movies? Yeah. <laughs> let him destroy some shit. Um, so let's see. Um, there's sort of cool news. Tomorrow, Liam. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. There, there was a good trailer. Uh, finally got to see... Well, I mean, we didn't get to see much in the first trailer. We got to see a little bit more in yeah. this one. Yeah. He saw Hugh Laurie. I mean, that, that's new. Saw um, a little bit inside... Of Tomorrowland, which yeah. we just kind of got. If I remember, we just kind of got like uh, cityscape views before. Yeah. And we actually yeah. got to see people, so that was nice. Yeah. Kids mostly, not people. Yeah. Good marketing push with the whole. And the guy directed The Incredibles and Mission yeah. Impossible yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Protocol. That was nice. Um, Fifty Shades trailer, guys. Yeah. Enjoy actually, it. I didn't even notice. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I, was I did because I think it started with a hundred million books sold yeah. worldwide. Well, I thought it was odd. They had a trailer for it in Secret Service. They come out this month. Like it's not. I feel like normally you get the bigger tent poles for the summer, and not ones that are about to come out. Hmm. No, I think I've seen Kindergarten. There was one for Kingsman. I don't remember. Yeah, that. there was. The game. Oh, it okay. was. In, it was right before the game started. Okay. Hmm. Oh, excuse me. Well, we already talked about it at the beginning, so I'll just say briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, well, the we actually Budweiser haven't commercials. talked about the Budweiser commercials, and I wasn't recording at the time. Oh. So, I uh, we can actually go. That. Well, I was saving it for our Beer Corner section of oh. today's podcast, which I guess we can go into, considering it does concern the, the ads, the, the of, ads of the Super Bowl. Beer Corner. Yum. I'm not drinking anything new today. I'm drinking the Blue Blood uh, Pods ESB from uh, from uh, uh, Blue Blood Brewing Company out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, I talked about it on the show previously. Yeah, so. for one of our bigger beer yeah. corner episodes. Uh, I'm thinking maybe one of the ones that was lost. Nope, it was for the <laughs> it was for the uh, the year end wrap up show. Okay. Mm-hmm. You remember how we were cutting beer in between mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yep. yeah. It, was, it was that one. <laughs> I do enjoy the ESBs of late. It's yeah. a nice, nice uh, difference. Not as not as hoppy as a uh, paler and IPA, and mm. but you still get a nice bite. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm drinking Woodchuck's uh, Winter Chill. Yeah, so he's not drinking a beer, but yeah, it's their uh, winter seasonal. It was. Let's read the thing. The chill of winter sends some running for the mountains, while others prefer to stay cozy in the comfort of a great indoors. Whichever way you enjoy winter, the cider is built to get you through. Aged in premium French and, a, and traditional American oak, winter chill brings a rich depth of apple flavor with hints of vanilla and oak throughout. Man, I feel oh. like I just was in like a Game of Thrones ad. <laughs> I wonder what the difference of flavor between premium French and traditional mm-hmm. American oaks are. Yeah. I mean, sure, the trees are going to have different, like they're going to taste, they have different flavor, and so they're grown in different soil, in different parts of the world. But that's something I, yeah, I've never entertained that that thought before. I just know that barrels are made of wood, and we put beer in them, and then they get flavor. <laughs> <from them. laughs> You're right. 
I never thought about the composition of the tree. I am I just finished the Sidekick Extra Pale Ale from Two Brothers out of Warrenville, Illinois. I feel like we probably had this on the show, too. Yeah, we, yeah we've, we we've had this one before. Another one of the Duh Regions brewing companies. Yeah. We'll say they're in Chicago because they're close. Yeah, they're, they're close. close. Tasty. Little bit of fruitiness. Yeah. Not overwhelming you on the aftertaste with like a really burnt tongue feeling, which I like to not have when I'm done with a hobby beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually bought um, a big pack of beer of uh, Two Brothers from uh, Costco. And essentially four six-packs. One of them of the... Uh, um, Sidekicks, another mm-hmm. of the their Imperial Stout, Northwind, that which was, was excellent. excellent yeah. Had that last night, yeah. yeah. That was a nine point some alcohol content. Yeah, smooth as a baby's butt, though. Yeah, yeah. that was delicious. It, it was dangerous. <laughs> it was what it was. What, and there's the Domaine Dupage you had, which yeah. is the French ale, and then Cain and Ebel, their the red the the, the red, red rye. Yeah, yeah that was tasty too. Yeah, all four of them were really good. Nice. Uh, that was a good purchase. <laughs> kind of regret not going to that brewery when I was there last. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it always, might have to be a special trip next time. Yeah, there's always <laughs> next time. All right, so you wanted to bitch about a commercial. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, as you can tell, I lost all the fight. Because in America, we give up on our values about five minutes after we expressed them. Um, you blew your load too early. <laughs> I, I have been so heated about this all day, but I... I'll just say in brief, there there was a Budweiser ad that aired last night that didn't feature a lost puppy dog, so you can't just make big sad eyes at it. Fuck those commercials. <laughs> they do it every year. Yeah, it's they always they a dog always or a dog cat fucking around with a Clydesdale. I think it's always a, I think it's always like a, a a lab, a puppy lab. Dogs and Clydesdales are best friends, don't you know? <laughs> Evidently. <laughs> Did you ever see a Clydesdale fuck a dog? <laughs> Normally like a... <laughs> There wouldn't be anything left to that poor dog. Have you guys heard about what's happening on an island in the Antarctic? No. no speak up. What's happening on an island in the Antarctic? Get over here. When do you come your, back with your, your beer? Sidekick. There's apparently fur seals that are raping uh, dogs, penguins. What? what? Yeah, there's Videos. video of it because scientists Videos are down there for other reasons, and they're they. <laughs> well, this is a natural <laughs> phenomenon we have not witnessed before. Raping? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw a video of it. It's very awkward. What kind of porn do you watch? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it doesn't even like penguins don't even actually have like a, a, a sexual organs like we do. Yeah. They just have an orifice that like uh, the the males have an orifice that like they. They're like, raping the male penguins. Yeah. <laughs> Took a twist I did not see coming. I thought this was for reproductive purposes. No. So, uh, seals are just. Yeah. Wow. And it's like one of the. I think I heard about it on Spodcast, and Scott Mosier was kind of talking about, oh, well, I mean, like, yeah, you. People are saying that, you know, the scientists should do something to stop it. And he's like, well, they, they have a study, natural phenomenon. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Give them some prophylactic and just keep watching. <laughs> Would you stop them if they were trying to kill the penguins? Like, to eat the penguins? Would you tell us to stop it then? I mean, I mean, what's the difference there? <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid point. Totally valid point. Wow. Now you just gave Budweiser next year's Super Bowl commercial. And one of the seals was extra fucked up <laughs> and raped the penguin and then ate it. What? Yeah. Tenderized that bitch. <laughs> that is... <laughs> well, like, so let me ask you this. Was there a transition from uninserting himself 
before he took the first bite, or was his genitals that I were the see. genitals still? I, did, I didn't see the the that one. That'd be a weird Chinese finger cuff right there. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like it's just the majority of the penguins just kind of laid there because I mean you've got a seal on top of you. What are you gonna do? Yeah. One of them was able to actually try and fight back though, and it was extra sad Aww. because he had, it was How trying. How long did you to, watch the video for? <laughs> Seven it, minutes. It was like a, a what was it, like two minutes of a couple different things they had caught on tape. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was, it was messed up. I got a better video about animals I could send you, narrated by David Tennant, if you wanted to watch it. It was about, it was about, it was about this puppy who was abandoned what? by his family and got adopted by a, a cat, and it's a letter of kittens. David Gilmore. And it was cute because it was narrated by David Tennant, so it was like all three kinds of adorableness. David Gilman watched a fur seal compilation video. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I hope there wasn't any Bakake. Five star. Five star video. Damn, totally. David, that's fucked up. <laughs> it is fucked up. He's the one that brought it up. No, I didn't. Well, it Clyde's dead. All I wanted to talk about was cre- was beer. That was it. Well, we, got have, to... we still have another commercial to talk about Yeah, here. that's yeah. what I was hoping. <laughs> oh, my God. You're welcome, audience. I just need a minute to remove all yeah, of that yeah. from my brain. By the way, if you go to Google and you put fur seal and penguin, it's like the first thing that comes up. Well, of course. <laughs> oh. Sex sells. <laughs> No, just remember the next time you're having sex and you're nibbling on your partner's neck, think of that. Why? <laughs> no. why? Yeah, why would I try to fight? <laughs> oh my god. Why would I think about that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have a hard time not thinking about that. <laughs> well, I, I think they were um, part of the blame. Or a part you can't blame anybody. You're now victim blaming the penguins. No, no, no. no. Apart from the penguins. <laughs> Why didn't you waddle faster, penguin? Why didn't you blow your ring whistle, penguin? Oh shit! Um, the penguins well, like, the entire time were looking to those scientists for help. Like, help us! No, well, just watching, buddy. No, what's even more messed up is that like the, the it's happening. In the middle of a shit ton of other penguins. So all the other penguins are standing there watching it happen and not doing anything. Wait, I mean, they're animals. They're not, like, meant to do anything. Like, they don't have the... The, the, the hive mind. They don't have a moral <laughs> sense to them. So they, yeah. they don't... They're just like... Something's happening over there. And it's well, shouldn't they at least <laughs> run? Like, you I would think... Well, there's a, there's a wide circle. It's just that there's still a shit ton of penguins... Standing there and watching. And, now, yeah. hopefully, when those seals finished, like the other penguins were like, "Nope, time to get the fuck out of here, guys. <laughs> the show's over. I don't want to be raped next." Um, Good lord. But yeah, uh, uh, the scientists are saying that the the female uh, um, population of fur seals on that island is very small. So they were saying, "Oh, so they've gone to, to they've gone to homosexuality because there's no." Females? Interspecies homosexuality. <laughs> Times are tough. It could be females. Times sure. are fucking tough for first. Man, just just wait until we get the hybrid. <laughs> Antarctica world. What movie was I watching when they made a joke about... Um, <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. <laughs> they, uh, uh, they made a joke about how... Yeah, what was it? Oh, it was the, the submarine movie I saw this weekend. Black Sea with Jude Law, Jude Law in it. Yeah, like it has a bunch of guys who are like part of the British Navy, 
but you know after they left they you know they went and did other jobs it was like small manual labor stuff and they all got fired so now they're gonna go um start up their own submarine no uh, one of them one of the guys found out that in the black sea is a old sunk german u-boat from world war ii Hmm. that had a shit ton of nazi gold on it so they're gonna Hmm. go uh, go dig it up but they had to do it on the sly because those waters are still you know territorially in question yeah so anyway yeah the uh, and one of the guys is talking to a, a new kid they brought on the boat. And he's talking about, um, he said, we're, we're penguins. You know, you put us out on land and we don't know what we're doing. We just kind of waddle around all awkwardly and stuff. But you put us in the water and we know exactly what we're doing. It was, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good movie. I would really recommend seeing that. It's a nice, like, sort of pulp thriller. Gotcha. Uh, because, like, there isn't a lot of depth to it. It, it would, uh, um, but they're underwater. <laughs> <laughs> In a submarine. <laughs> he's, he's got you there, man. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh, fuck. I was just thinking that maybe things would have turned out differently for those penguins had they been raped in the ocean. <laughs> they might have got away, you know? Uh, can we talk about this fucking commercial? <laughs> I don't know if we can go back. Bro. <laughs> corner. Yo. Help, help. No, so the other what? Budweiser you know what's sad? Penguins make for life, too, can't. so they're not even used to that shit. <laughs> They don't know what a, a hit it and quit it is like. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I don't think they actually do, like, insertions. I think, like, the, the, the females lay the eggs and the mini comes yeah. over and does this thing. Um, so yeah, so, so they don't even, like, have, like, you know, physical sex. So that is just all new. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wait, penguins, penguins, it's like, it's like fish? Because that's what fish do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't know that. The more you know. Yeah. Like Katy Perry. Oh. So yeah, there was a halftime show. For I mean, if we're gonna use that segue, what did you guys think of the halftime show? <laughs> it was kind of strange. Yeah, it was odd. The I didn't get like I didn't feel like they did a very the good job cool. with the staging. Well, yeah, I shouldn't say that. The all, everything. Like that added to the performance, all the the light show and the uh, animatronic, or I guess it was probably just puppet, the puppet tiger yeah, and all that. See the, you you could see the barely people pushing see the puppeteers. Yeah. That was that was nice, but I didn't get the way that they transitioned between artists coming out. Like I, Lenny Kravitz was there for thirty seconds <clears> just <throat> to show his face, and then he was gone. Yeah, and Missy Elliott did twenty-five to thirty-second sound bites from two of her most popular songs over the last two decades, yeah, and she disappeared. About two decades old, yeah. yeah, and then she disappeared, and I was just wondering why they were even there. It was when, usually the very one in the That's strange. I feel like when there's guests that come out, they're out there for the rest of the show. Yeah, they and typically they've done like a collaboration, yeah. so they all play together, and I mean. They, it wasn't a bad show. It's just very odd. It, it felt like the timing was off. It felt like it ended very abruptly. And I think this is the first time since Janet Jackson that people were hoping for a wardrobe malfunction. Oh God! I don't know how I Did heard Beyonce about that. Do it a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She just looked like the She Hulk. You guys won't let her live that down. <laughs> She's a powerful woman. She's tough, man. That's. 
I would be alright if she played the She-Hulk. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know the memes. It was just kind of trippy. Trippy yeah. show. Yeah, I, I don't quite get the... Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Lady Gaga-esque weird. I don't know about that, but... She had singing be... sharks and volleyballs. And everything on that beach... Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you had done some Let's talk shrooms. about the, the, the sharks and the <laughs> beach balls. And... Yeah, that was fucking weird, guys. <laughs> that was weird. They were singing with her. They were her background You know what's sad? Songs. You know what's sad? Next year, it'll probably be like Taylor Swift because of how fucking popular her new album is. The T-Swift? That. Yeah. T-Swift. Tadoff Swift. T-Swift Incorporated. She might as well just form an LLC with her name. <laughs> she's patenting words now. Yeah, right? she fucking, she's fucking patenting... Phrases. I hate her. I want to kill her. I, I won't, mean, what I won't the mask fuck? That I mean, what? At all. She 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 patented or trademarked like a, a you know good beats or something like that. What? Yeah, she beats? she trademarked three different phrases from her album. Uh, so essentially, like as far as I understand it, anytime anybody wants to use that to make use those words in that exact combination to make money, they're gonna have to pay her. What? Yes. Yeah, how's ridiculous? I don't understand how that makes any sense. I didn't know that was allowed because where was Prince with like with every famous song he's ever had? Why didn't he co- he's a crazy guy, why didn't he copyright words? Uh, who the fuck knows? I mean whole songs, sure, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But individual phrases, hip hop is built on taking like bits and pieces of other people's Music, taking a couple lyrics from one song and putting it into yours as a reference to that. It's what's already gone by. Yeah. How are pop musicians going to do that now? Because Taylor Swift started the might have started something terrible. Wow. Pretty soon music will, will never have words again because Taylor Swift will own them all. <laughs> this sick beat this is one of them. How could that be copyrighted? Okay, well, yeah, trademark. Tra- trademark, including Nice to Meet You, Where You Been. Could what? show you incredible things. That sounds like a fucking Disney song. I mean, wait, wait, I she, can she, show she, you. She's gonna the fucking world. sue Disney because <laughs> we never go out of style. Yeah, the trademarks which have not yet been granted. Okay, okay, which would, would apply to a Disney array of product categories from cosmetics to keychains to tote bags to temporary tattoos. Yeah, I might revoke my wish to kill her if these pass. I'll, I'll hold to that, but God, I don't see how those could pass. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, they're just phrases. She can't. Oh, I mean, but the thing is, the only way, like the only time you, it, it becomes a legal issue is if somebody else is in. No, we to probably make money owe her money it. now for just fucking <laughs> saying. Yeah, that's well. That that would be the case if we were profiting. Then then she would get a cut of the profit. Jesus. That's the idea. Taylor Swift. That's fucking. You know, I pop can, music in the 21st century, everyone. Marissa yeah. listens to a lot of pop, and uh, Taylor Swift has been on the radio nonstop. And there's a, one of her songs that has, she's like, I have a long list of star-crossed lovers. It sounds like I have a long list of Starbucks lovers. <laughs> I was like, doesn't everyone? <laughs> I don't know. I keep making fun of it every time I hear it. Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. And I don't listen to the radio, so that's surprising. Well, she slays me. I have, I have Spotify. <laughs> so, so oh, oh, so that's why you don't listen to Taylor Swift because she took all her stuff off. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> that took you a second. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to hit pause real quick. Okay. Oh, we're Did back you know because I have monkey feet that I can grab onto things? Is that how you they're mine? <laughs> I know. Sorry for. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm sure you'll hear me and David going. Nom, nom, nom. That's just the sound of balls in their mouth. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Sweet, meaty balls. Man. I'm still thinking about those poor penguins. I, I don't know why you ever brought that up. Because you started talking about horses fucking dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And then I was like, I know of a real actual event of interspecies <laughs> rape. Yeah. Well, I suppose we were prompted to talk about that because of another ad that Budweiser put out during the Super Bowl game, which proudly boasted of their large scale brewing and brewing beer that doesn't evoke any thought and <laughs> is not actually meant for flavor. Like an enjoyment, but for if you could, I think I saw it in that article you showed me. He said if it were possible to bypass the gag reflex and then just throw the whole thing back before your taste buds could ever like taste, taste the beer, then that's that what, would, that would that's be what ideal. Yeah, that, that's basically what they put you. through with that ad because they said we don't fuss over our beer; it's meant to be drank, not dissected, and they want yellow, bubbly stuff. Well. Piss comes out yellow, and if you mm-hmm. like from the right height, it can and cause some bubbles. bubbles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from the right height, it can create some nucleation. So <laughs> that's really what you're into, Budweiser. It was a, I mean, for people in the craft beer community and people who like are consumers of craft beer, producers, working in the industry, whatever. It was insulting. It, it was not only insulting, but I think it was meant to say, "Hey, we know you're there, but you are no threat to." To our share of the market, or not share, but our majority of the market, because macro brewing has about ninety percent of the entire beer market throughout mm-hmm. the world. Three major companies own mo- own almost all that market share. So, I mean, that when one company is making beer that's sold all over the world, and like they're different packaging, different branding, and all that stuff, it's. I mean, it's not. It, it loses its personal touch. I, I, that's the the problem I have with it. I'm sure there, are, you know, I'm sure there are people at Budweiser like that that work on their brewing team that are, you know, good guys that know how to make good beer, and could do more than what they're doing. It, it, but that's like that's how they see that's the beer they want to make. You know, that that's their choice. Yeah. But I don't know. I I just think I feel as if <laughs> they only sell that much just because people really like playing beer pong. You're right. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's that. There's the college crowd, which is usually uh, broke. You know, yeah. you need to get the cheap shit to. Well, the the whole reason that breweries like that exist and are so so powerful and have a majority now is because of prohibition. I mean, stopping the production of of beer in mass so where you had everybody home brewing their own beers like all over the country people were making their own beers there were tons of distinct beer varieties being brewed in each state and prohibition destroyed that and made people get used to having crappy stuff that you know it was like cheap and low in alcohol because they had to water it down so they could spread it out and make more profit Mm -hmm. and like all these things led up to everyone just being used to having t- 
terrible beer with no flavor. I mean, for, for a while, uh, retail stores, like groceries and whatnot, they would have their own line of beer. Each one, like, you could go to Sam's Club and get Sam's Club Ale. Yeah, there's it's, still some places that do that, too. R- right, and I it's... Think, what, Kirkland, Costco's store yeah, brand name, yeah. they, they have their own beer now. Yeah, um... Yeah, and it's... Trader uh, Joe's. Yeah, they have their own stuff. But it, it just got people used to not having beer with flavor and having the, the wide variety, like, options of, of having different things. And I think that's what's so great about, about the craft brewing... Uh, revival, whatever renaissance, whatever you want to call it, the last 20 years really have expanded the options that are out there for people and it's most of it is made, like you can go 15 miles from your home and find beer that was made in the same state or same 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 city, city. it could even be in the same like exact community and I think that, you know, there's more flavor and there's something to be said about knowing how that beer, like being able to find out how that product was made that you're consuming, it, I don't know, you have a, like you can establish a relationship with a product and with a, with a business as opposed to just a faceless person selling you something and you don't know what vat it came out of in which country <laughs> and how long it sat on a plane or a boat to get to you and mm-hmm. not only that, but it's, I mean, you're supporting local economy when you buy from people, yeah. from these small breweries and, and I, Budweiser just said that was all pretentious, like, silly, frivolous stuff, and that anybody, like, for those of us who care about beer with flavor, well, we're not a part of the, we're not a part of the big, like, the status quo, not status quo, we're not a part of the majority, so. But just Budweiser's uh, profits keep dropping as craft beer keeps growing. Yeah, well, you know. I think craft beer is a legitimate threat to the big man. It is. They, but they, I mean, they still are not. There's not in a position where <clears throat> craft breweries are going to take away from the large part of their, portion of their market share. Like yeah. I was telling you guys earlier, they had a forty billion dollar profit yeah. last year. The well, 2013 to 14, and yeah. the, this they being AB and Bev. Uh, so it's not like they're for in fear for their business operations. And they have other places to go outside of the states where their profits are going to continue to go because, like, small brewing operations like this aren't aren't a thing in other parts of the world. So, that is, and you know, especially when there's laws in place to keep breweries from growing to yeah. even be competition. Well, these are, these are the guys who've been around since right after the prohibition, and they have helped to draft the laws that shape. The shape the landscape of alcohol production and, and beer production, right. so why wouldn't they be bent in their favor? The, the last 150, well, not 150, but almost 100 years, they've yeah. been shaping these laws. It's, it's just frustrating. Yeah, it was an sure. insulting commercial uh, for anybody who cares. I, about I think it. that article that I showed you, um, it was in Paste. From yeah, the Paste, um, which I don't, I'm not familiar with it, but the guy, pretty satirical. Yeah, the Paste funny. magazine. Uh, analyzing Budweiser's hypocritical anti-craft beer Super Bowl ad by Jim Vorl. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? Vorl? Yeah, Vorl. pretty close. Though. <clears throat> um, so go in there if you want to talk about the, uh, or if you want to see the article we're, in which we're talking about. If you haven't seen the ad, it's on there as well. Um, yeah, but uh, he even calls it, uh, he even says that shots have been fired, you know? Yeah, like it's almost like Budweiser's starting a yeah. Well, the 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 worst thing, like what what 
hits the hardest is that they poked fun at a company that they recently acquired yeah. without even knowing. The people who they, the people in Budweiser and AB InBev had no clue when they put that ad out. Oh, we just like we just poked fun at a uh, beer flavor combination that by the way this company we just bought. They made that 2 months ago mm-hmm. and so now we're you know, we're undermining the client base of a company that we just acquired. And all the employees are thinking, okay, what's going to happen to my, you know, what's what's going to happen to my livelihood now that we're under new management? What's going to, how is the brewery going to change? It's not very uh, confidence affirming for mm-hmm. if you're an employee of Elysium Brewing Company, which we were talking about. It's not a very affirming affirming thing for them. And all of Seattle, I'm pretty sure the the hipsters that do reside in Seattle that that. Uh, <laughs> are the reason for that stereotype uh, mustachioed gentleman we saw on the commercial. <laughs> I think they're all going to be upset. Uh, this is something I saw earlier in the week. There's a new phone case for your iPhone 6 that is uh, Tim Burton's Batmobile. With working lights and everything. That's the phone case. Wow. What the fuck? That's pretty wild. Um, check that out. Huh. Like, there's your phone. Uh, it even has the uh, the side panels come up <laughs> for your camera and other shit. Damn. Um, it has a light on the back of it. So when uh, your phone rings, the Batmobile shows up if it's next to... Or the, Bat, uh, the Batman logo shows up on the wall. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's silly. Yeah, the headlights uh, headlights go off. I think this thing is fucking cool. <laughs> and it's 50 bucks. <laughs> Hey, that's a price for like an otter box. Yeah, you know, you know it's not like it's. Uh, out how does of, that fit in your question. fucking pocket? It doesn't. How, does, how does an iPhone six is... fit in your pocket? Oh well, yeah, but that, I mean that adds some height to it. It's no longer slim. It's yeah, like right. A Batmobile. <laughs> Dylan, if you buy a Batmobile phone case, you're sitting your phone out so everyone can see yeah. it all the time. Yeah, there's no like that would be sitting <laughs> no right now. In your pocket. That would not be in my pocket. At that, at that point, it's a home phone. It's not a cell phone anymore. Hey, hey, it's still a mobile phone. Ah, uh, no, hilarious. It's funny. No, it thoughts funny. Him, no. He laughed. I think he was laughing at you. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I think that's kind of neat, though. Mm. It just it just looks cool. You know, I actually had I have a phone, a home phone. That's the Batmobile. From my dad got it when the movie came out. It was his. Uh, phone in the comic book store when he mm-hmm. owned one. It's the Tim Burton Batmobile. Headlights go off when it rings and everything. Yeah, I still have that thing. Nice. But I mean, who uses phone phones, phones anymore? Yeah, no one. Well, most no one. Uh, it just had a little button on the bottom, like a little square button that went up and down for when it was hung up. Oh. Yeah. It, so uh, my parents ended up taking it out of my room because I would keep knocking the phone off the hook. <laughs> like it would. Get bumped and then they would wonder why we weren't getting calls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Um, we got 24 minutes to talk about our TV shows. I'm gonna write a skating email to the Budweiser. That's what's next. Episode. We could do a new episode. Do you want to? Yeah, you want to end this one? Well. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm David West. <laughs> Chance. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Kind of Epic Show. Follow me on Twitter. At David West underscore K O E S. Sorry, we climaxed early and are leaving without so much as a goodbye. <laughs> this is a goodbye. 
Um, maybe Gabe will be on here next week since... Or will he? Or will, maybe he might be dead. No, I, I meant maybe we'll post this episode this week yeah. and the one yeah. we're about to record next week. Yeah, you know, that's, right. that's a good possibility. That's a good possibility. Which Hope you know, Gabe's with us next week. Yeah. <laughs> Hope Gabe is here. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever. Um, we're going to hit stop, and then we'll get on to our uh, TV catch-up episode. Okay. All right. Hit in the space bar. Hey listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song, Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at micusmusic.com. Also, I am on iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud. You can look me up as Micus Music, and that's M-I-K-U-S, and you know the rest. Alright, peace out everyone. Keep listening.